You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. I'm Carlos Santos. I'm one of the lead pastors here in Victory Alabang meeting in SM Lupa. It's also my privilege to be the kids' ministry pastor of Victory Alabang. I kind of want to reveal a little bit of myself more. Here's the reveal of who I am. When I was growing up in grade school, galing-galing ko kasi managalog. Now, I didn't know Tagalog very well. My mom was an English professor. I started my grade school in Hong Kong. Wow. So, medyo spokening. Ganon. And I did not understand Tagalog a bit. So, imagine what that's like for a grade school student to be in, in school, and then everybody's going, Alam mo ba And then you'd hear, you'd hear your name. And it creates a wall, and it may not be the same with you. Maybe there's another reason, but sometimes we create walls with each other. And it's a very lonely feeling. I grew up like that. And in the year 2000, I came back to my grade school, and a really funny thing happened. I had not met Jesus yet. But when I was walking through my grade school, have you ever done that? I highly recommend that. Go back to your grade school and let the Holy Spirit bring back all the memories. I would go to each room and I would see myself in that corner or on that desk and just a wall surrounding me and no one being able to enter into my life. And for some reason, nung matanda na lang ako, doon ka lang naramdaman lahat ng lungkot. Can you imagine, like a big wave, just walking through the school, and suddenly I went slower and lower, and buti na lang, sabado yun, walang tao. Nag-drama ako dun sa grade school ko, talagang pagdating ko dun sa grade, sa grade 7 ko, talagang nakaluhod na ako, Lord, ano ba ito? Siyempre, mukhang madrama lang ngayon. But what about you? Have you ever gone through something like that? A harsh memory that God brought up to you. Pero ito yung matindi ginawa ni Lord sa akin. He showed me those memories. He, made, he reminded me how lonely I was. What, uh, for me, uh, growing up, what, you know, that was a wretched childhood. Just be, not because I was bullied, not because we didn't have anything in our families, but simply because I was so utterly alone. Yung drama ko nga is some people feel alone. Me, I'm just alone. Naks. Drama, hashtag, just alone. I was completely lonely. But you know what he did to me? As I, I, I knelt there in my grade school class, remembering lahat ng mga, lahat ng mga pag, pag, pan, panloloko sa akin, panlalait sa akin, all these things, he showed me where he was. I saw myself, and a man came up to me and he held me in a grip that would not let me go. And God was telling me, I was there with you then, and I've never let you go since then. A year after, I went to victory. I went to a victory worship service, and I gave my life to Christ. But most of what I am and what I do now is because of what I went through in my childhood. And God has placed in my heart that the next generation never, never go through what I had to go through. Kaya ako napaka comics eh, kasi wala akong kaibigan sa school. I would talk about what would happen to. Logan, to Scott, to Jean, tapos yung nanay ko, parang sino yung Logan na yan? Sino yung, ah, comics po. <laughs> Kala niya mga kaibigan ko. Oh, at that time, parang yun ang mga kaibigan ko. Mga nasa comics. So that's a little bit of who I am. Let's do a review of last week. 
about when God was talking about possessions. Why do I segue? Why do I use that story? It's because past is prologue. Tama ba? Kung mahili kayo sa mga sinay, mga prelude, kung mas gusto niyo yung Hobbit kaysa yung Lord of the Rings, di ba? Ganun yung, hindi, ayaw nyo, <laughs> nagtubo-tulog. May mga magandang prologue, may mga hindi. Pero past is prologue. Kung ano nangyari sa past, apektado yung present. Apektado yung kinabukasan. So we need to go back to what Jesus was saying in the first few verses in Matthew 6 because He starts today's message with a therefore. Everybody say, therefore. Whenever Jesus says, therefore, we need to know why it's therefore. Right? Why that's there. So we need to review a little bit of what Jesus was telling us. I think, if you recall, He asked us three deep questions. Tama ba? He, he made sure to establish that we settle these things in our hearts. First, he asked deep, straight to us, well, at least straight to the Jews, and made us wonder, where does our hearts, where do they lie? Where do our passions and dreams lie? What are the things that we love to do? We put our time and our money on. We invest them on. Where do our hearts lie? Second, he asked, he talked about bad and good eyes. Is our vision fixed on God? No matter what you do with your money, if you're settling your debts, or you're, you're using it to serve God in any kind of ministry, or you're saving it up for the next generation, whatever you're using it for, is it fixed on what God wants? And lastly, talagang pinaka, pinaka, pinaka hugot na tanong, si Lord ba talaga ang Lord and Master natin? That's the bottom line question. When you talk about finances, when we talk about our resources and our time, is God really our Lord and Master? We need to settle this once and for all. If God alone is the owner of our hearts, the owner of our ambitions and our dreams and our desires, and if those questions are answered, then Jesus has answers for our questions today. What's the question today? My who good question for today Medyo simple. What are you praying for? What are you praying for? Are you seeing the gas prices rise up? Grabe yung presyo ng gas ngayon. And it always reminds me, nakagulo ba tayo? Because usually, if you know your finances and economics, whenever the gas prices rise, it means international trade is losing confidence in the administration. Something is going on. Maybe not yet in this administration, but maybe something that's going on in the country. Maybe some disaster is happening. It makes me wonder when gas prices skyrocket. Bigla. Tuition is something we have to think about. What are we praying for? God is very concerned with that question when He says what He says in Matthew chapter 6, beginning with verse 25. As a reminder to ourselves, why don't we read this aloud together? One, two, three. Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. 
They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Let's pray. Lord, you are sovereign and you reign forever, just like we sang. You are enthroned and are in control of every single detail of our lives. Wala pong nangyayari na hindi nyo nakikita, hindi nyo hinahayaan. You know all things. You allow things. The things that happen to us are the things that you, you have a say in. But Lord, for us down here on earth, we're the ones who have to face these anxieties. We're the ones who have to speak, to think about these worries, these concerns. Would you send your Holy Spirit, Lord? I desperately depend upon Him to open our hearts right now. May you give us your words. No matter what is said here on stage, may it be you speaking to every single one of our fears. And may we, after this, be so aware that we can place our lives in your hands. You are the one who we can trust. You are the one that we can give our hearts and our dreams and our desires and all our praise and worship to. All I ask, Lord, is you be glorified. Be glorified. Change our lives and be glorified. This I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. We all say, Amen. You have that question? What are you praying for? Well, Jesus is giving us answers. Not just past tense, not just present tense, not just future tense, but in all tenses, God provides for us. God provides for us. Why? Three reasons. Because we are made. Everybody say, we are made for God's purpose. Look at what God says in His Word. Jesus said, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow, they don't reap, they don't work. They don't check in, check out. Well, they don't time in over time. But look, the Heavenly Father feeds them. And you know the birds at their time, mga Jewish, pang sacrifice lang nila yung birds na yan sa mga offerings. And aren't we more important than they? Aren't we more valuable than they? So which one of us, sakaka-worry natin, sakaka-isip, sakaka-plano, can add another day, another hour to our lives? What else does God say? Why are you anxious about clothing? Why are you concerned about all these things that are here? I mean, I don't think He's saying, wow, walang, walang kwenta yung mga concern na yan. He's not saying that, but He's saying, look at the lilies of the field. Look at the flowers. How they grow. Wala rin silang ginagawa. Yet I tell you, they're even more beautiful than any of the clothes of a king. Have you ever seen a king's clothing? The robes, the colors, 
the, the texture. I once wore satin. Wow, ang kinis. Parang gusto ko may benta lahat ng ariyan ko para nandun sa feeling na yun. Wow! Magkakaroon na lang comforter lang sa hotel. Wow! But those things, God can easily give. God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow thrown into the oven. It's not the flowers that God is growing. He's clothing the, the grass. Grass lang naman yan eh. Binibigyan ko ng bulaklak para lang gumanda. Ano pa kaya tayo? Are we not more important? In fact, if you look at birds and flowers, isn't it amazing that birds know how they fly? God truly made them naturally. Say naturally. Natural lang yung pagkagawa sa kanila. To do what? Am I saying we don't need to do anything so that God provides? Look at the birds. Are they really doing nothing? You know what? This is what I submit to you. They're doing what God made them to do, to fly. They were given hollow bones and extra musculature. So they're even lighter and they have even more strength to, to carry their weight. That's why they can fly. They're able to do that. And just by glorifying God, by what God made them to do, God already gave them worms. Well, nobody wants worms. Sino may gusto ng worms for food? But birds love worms. And guess what? As long as this earth is made of dirt, there will always be worms. There will always be provided for. Why does the earth need, need, need worms? Because we need decay. Worms make things decay and rot. Why do things rot and decay? So that things can grow from the rot and decay that makes nutrients for the plants, for the flowers. Ang galing ng connection ni Jesus, no? Grabe, masterful. The flowers will always live from the decay of the worms. The worms produce. It makes the soil rich for grass and flowers to grow. The question now for us is, just like the birds and flowers who are doing what God made them to do, are we also doing what God made us to do? Are we walking in the natural purposes of God? Are we glorifying God naturally wherever we are? Sometimes we think, I need to go into full-time ministry. I need to be uh, a, a pastor or, or hired as staff. But wherever we are, we can fulfill God's calling and purpose. Maybe you might ask the ob- obvious question, Pero pastor, I don't have wings. Medyo obvious. Or I don't feel beautiful at all. I don't feel skillful. Yung grades ko medyo, wag naman ganun. Sige, ganito. I'm just so and so. I'm just a lonely little kid inside. Maybe like me. But can I submit this to you? God, even though you feel you have nothing at all in this world, God has given each and every one of us more than we know. And yes, I'm, I'm talking, you may be talking about the things that we miss, the sunrise, people to love us, family, friends. Oh, those are all fine. But the Bible says this, God has given more than you know. But I'm talking to a specific group of people. All right? I don't want to embarrass anyone at all. But who here has given their lives to Jesus Christ? Are you proud? Who's given their lives to Jesus Christ? Woo! This is for you. Sorry po, sa mga iba hindi pa. But I hope to excite you. For those who have given their lives to Jesus Christ, this is His promise to you. Do you know that you have gifts? 
God has given it to you. And it's not just your face. It's not just your personality, your cheerful personality. In 1 Corinthians 12, he says there are many gifts. How beautiful that God can make something natural and beautiful. Just consider yourself as wonderful as this. That God has given you natural, beautiful gifts as well. In 1 Corinthians 12, 4 to 11, many gifts but one spirit. I won't go through all the scripture, but there are just many gifts. Many ways to serve God with these gifts. Everybody shout gifts. Ibig sabihin, regalo. Ibig sabihin, you didn't earn it. You didn't deserve it. It was just given. Free. Much like grace. And in verse 6, there are varieties of activities, but the same God who empowers them all and everyone. To each, say each. So all of us are given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. This is from God's Spirit. One is given through the Spirit, wisdom. It's like you're young or maybe you're not, you're not learned, but somehow you're able to say things that are from the Spirit and the wisdom of God. As if you'd lived on this earth 1,000 years. How did I know that God was going to do this to this person? I've given that spirit of, the, the spirit of wisdom has come upon me to counsel some people who are in financial stress, relational stress, praying for so many breakthroughs, and somehow the words that are saying to me, pastor, situation go. And then I go, how? I don't know how that happened. Lord, I really, I really, I, I feel like, pastor, you're saying the words are, are from God. He's been speaking to that about me for two weeks now. Because God is giving me, giving us, gives us wisdom. That's wisdom. Also, God gives the utterance also, that's according to the same Spirit, knowledge. Knowledge that is something you must not have known. For instance, if somebody comes to you and somehow you know what that person is going through, you know what happened to them yesterday or the day, two days ago, hindi po chismis po ni Lord to, no? Hindi po. He, is, he, has, he knows all of us. Tama ba? He knows what all of us are going through. But sometimes the Bible says He shares that knowledge. When you're praying for someone and you're not asking them, what are you praying for? And then you just pray, Lord, I just pray for, your, for the, my, my, my friend's mother who is sick right now. Lord, they're going through some kind of, sinabihan ng doctor na stage 3 na now. And Lord, we pray in complete healing because the gospel says we are healed by the stripes of Jesus. And then the person you're praying for says, oh, that's really what I'm going through. Who could have told us that? Gift of knowledge. Some of us are going, wow, what's with all this? There's more. There's the gift of faith to another faith by the same Spirit. Everybody say wisdom. Say knowledge. Now say faith. Faith is to see something that nobody else sees. To see something that's uncertain. When you see typhoon, when you see storm, pag nakita mo bagyo, pag nakita mo problema, you see the sunny side beside, behind it. When, you, when some people see the valley of the shadow of death in their studies, in their job, in the workplace, is such a dead place. No, you see, oh, there's, God is doing something here in this place. God is going to bring you through this and it's going to be whatever trouble you're going through. Stage four, Kamo, God is going to create a mighty testimony in you. It's going to be amazing and people are going to turn around and they're going to say, wow, how did that happen? Because God is undeniable. That's the gift of faith. A lot of us need that. Who wants that gift? To see into their, to their situation, the gift of faith. Ito, matindi to. God is not satisfied with, with something that's so intangible. Gusto niya mismo, right then and there. 
hindi to po hilot, ha? Okay, hindi nyo ganun. Hindi to masahe o spa o massage. This is a laying on of hands. And the Bible says in the book of Mark, when believers of Jesus Christ, disciples of Jesus Christ, lay their hands on the sick, they will be healed. And I'm just believing in what God says. They will be healed when we laying on of hands. There is a gift of healing by one spirit. Ito matindi. I love this. It just gets better and better. The gift of miracles. This has something to do with things that we cannot control. Like things in nature. Like storms and typhoons. And you start praying as a congregation. We can pray that the hand of God put His finger on that typhoon and He moves it. And that has happened before. When churches have prayed for typhoons to move. That has happened. Who has the faith for miracles? And who knows? Some people believe, and it has been recorded, that some of the dead have come to life. Who wants that gift? Hindi po zombie yung kalalabas Buhay na buhay po. That has happened. To another prophecy, to another the ability to distinguish between spirits, various kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues. So many gifts. For those of you who have given your life to Christ, you have not yet maybe begun to explore the many things He's naturally given to you. 1 Corinthians 2 says, He's freely given it to you. You don't have to work for it. Imagine a life, imagine a, a, a church where every time there's a person who is in debt, sobrang laki na lang utang niya and you have the gift of faith and you prayed and I declare right now a Baliktaran ni Lord yung negative na yan, nagiging plus pa. Gift of faith. The healing has happened. I've seen it. Lord, I came there and it was just a, a pathetic situation. Somebody needed a bypass and, and they, were, they were in the hospital for so many weeks. Hindi kayang operahan dahil tumataas, baba yung alta pressure, yung high blood niya. And I was, oh Lord, paano mangyari ito? Just do your will, Lord. In Jesus' name. Ganun lang yung prayer ko. But Lord, I can trust you. He can be healed. Completely in Jesus' name. And he was healed. He didn't go through the operation. If I was not there myself, I would, honestly, it would be a fin hard to believe. But healing does happen when we lay our hands on the sick. Imagine ourselves doing that. Doing what God has naturally given us to do supernaturally. And when we do that, oh, hold on, let me clarify this. Hindi ko, na po, hindi ko po sinasabing gawin nyo lahat to, pray lang tayo ng pray, huwag na tayo magtrabaho, huwag na tayo mag-aral. Okay, hold on. Di ba sa, yes, wala, no, no. Do that. Study, graduate, work, invest, do whatever it takes. Those are things that are, that's called, that's called stewardship. You're, stewards, you're stewarding whatever God has given you. But the Bible is telling us for those, that for those who are in Christ, we have more than we think we do. We're not just talking about the physical gifts that God will give us. Para sa kanya, madali na lang yun. Yung ginto na hinahanap natin lahat, yung pambayad sa mga utang, yung pambayad sa mga bills, sa mga tuition, para akit-akit, yung gintong yun, tinatapak-tapakan lang ni Lord yun sa, sa langit. Kung i-ganun niya lang, o oh, yan para sa'yo, Rochelle. O yan para sa'yo, Joe. Pang ano niya, impending, ano niya na. <laughs> He can easily do that. But what He's already naturally, in His supernatural grace, already given us, can, do we use those? 
Natural lang po sa atin to do, to pray. Do what God has naturally and supernaturally made you to do. You know, when you show people that, hindi nila nadideny ang presensya at kapangyarihan ng Panginoon. How did I get healed? God. How did my finances turn around? Jesus Christ. How come I can actually hear from the Holy Spirit and my memories of abuse of the childhood that destroyed me? Somehow God was showing me He was there. How did that happen? Holy Spirit. When we as a church do that, when we're walking in His purposes, showing the world that God will provide tangibly for, any, for whatever plan He has for you to do. God will provide for what He made us to do. Like birds and flowers. God provides for us. Why? Number two is because God provides for what He plans. Let me give you the other therefores in what Jesus was talking about. Therefore, I tell you, don't be anxious. Saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? Don't be anxious about tomorrow. Tomorrow itself will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. God wants to provide us life already. What we want to eat, what we want to wear, all those things are not the goal. They're just tools for Him, for what He plans for us to do. Madalas natin sinasabi ito, it's not our favorite, it's not a verse, okay? Pero madalas natin sinasabi, if it's God's will, it's God's bill. Sayo naman nun. If, you're on a, if, you're, if it's your will to have that job, He will make that opportunity. The Bible says, nothing can close the window or door that God opens. If God wants you to go on a missions trip, He will provide for it. When God's calling for us becomes clear, and then we walk in it, His provision becomes tangible. Yun na pang natin. Mahahawakan natin. Our eyes become open to the many ways He's providing for us to fulfill what He has planned for us. I remember me in my life. Remember my story last year that I was an animator. You all know I was an animator once, but this is how I started. I graduated from UP, from fine arts, because computer science didn't work out for me. I have my own share of failures of shame and defeats. And then I wanted to go into fine arts. So sabi ng dad ko, anong gagawin mo? Pipinta ka ng bahay? Magiging pintor ka? Anong gagawin mo sa fine arts? Well, he didn't know that there was advertising then, so that's where I went. I went to UP, and when I graduated, I worked at an NGO called Ibon. It's a, it has social reform and does data. It, it works for uh, labor rights, women's rights, environmental protection. It has all these advocacies. But I felt like maybe I needed to be more creative. Yung mga parang, hindi naman artistahin. Artist. Artist. <laughs> artist period. So I, I joined a comic book group. Bumalik ako sa dati kong passion. I joined a group called Alamat. And at Ibon kasi, NGO po siya. Sabi ng, sabi ng girlfriend ko at the time. Sabi niya, paano ba tayo mabubuhay niyan? Eh, yung trabaho mo. Siyempre, di ba? O yung mga lalaki ha, makinig. But anyway, that was my concern. That was what she was telling me. Pagdating sa comic book group na to, lalo na. I mean, we didn't, we could, we didn't even have a publisher. Bef- Ngayon, may mga comic con na. The, there are indie comic books being made. Dati, ganito lang po yung ginagawa namin. This is a comic book that we made. I don't know if you can see it from there. Pero, it's a 
comic book that I drew at diserox lang po siya, black and white. Wala, nagsiserox lang kami ng papel, tapos binibenta namin sa mga kaibigan namin. Ganun lang po ang aming publishing group ng time na yon. Nakagawa po ako ng napaka, napaka uh, a legacy of comic books, of stories, two issues. Dalawang ganito lang nagawa ko. Then I realized, no, wala akong pera dito. I, I will not get any, I won't be able to survive. That's what I did. I, and I even thought, I'm never gonna make a name, I'm never gonna be discovered this way. So after that, I went into a group called Imagination, an animation studio, and I was a design artist. Tama-tama lang, I was there at the comic book store, yeah, showing off, selling my photocopy Xerox comics. Tapos nadiscovery ako doon ng isang art director na nasa animation studio. And then he called me to be an animation artist, a, design, a character design artist. And I would design all these characters, all these monsters, all these stories. And lo and behold, the company went bankrupt. Yan. We made one seven-minute film that never saw the light of day. Wala kang makahanap kahit torrent. May senyong ganon. You won't be able to find that. So I got bankrupt. But this was during the time, this is when I met Jesus. This is when I had that trip to my old grade school and I gave my life to Jesus. I got saved. And this is what happened. This is a demarcation line. I made friends here and I was able to move to an animation studio here in Muntinlupa called Thomatrope, where I became the design artist for the movie RPG Metanoia. That came out in 2010 at Metro Manila Film Festival. The very first 3D animated film here in the Philippines. The film was made! Wow! And I already felt the Lord, like the Holy Spirit was saying, you know, I'm going to use this film, it's going to change lives. And do you know that whenever a Filipino animated film is made, you can barely get up to 5 million pesos in gross, in tickets. Lalo na po ngayon, nauso na yung mga di ba? But then, RPG Metanoia, before I left in 2010, was already making 35 million. But still, it did not profit. The expenses were too huge. There was a complication with our marketing plan. Well, marketing. You know, medyo, some things cannot succeed. If, they, if it's a great product, but if marketing fails, it still will not profit. That's what happened. So you might be thinking, oh no, I, I go through that too. You might have dreams also, and maybe it's slow. There's no purpose, there's no prospects. There's no prospects. Dito lang ba ako? The Bible says, don't despise humble beginnings. Hold on. Or maybe you're at a point na malapit na ito ng pangarap ko and then something happens. There's a failure. Lord, how did this happen? I thought you were already, we were going to succeed. And remember, I was talking about my purpose that God told me to be a storyteller. All this time, there was something in my heart that was burning. I want to be a storyteller, Lord. But before, I just wanted it to make a name for myself. Iba sa atin also want to make a name for ourselves, right? Ambition is okay. That's fine. I, I, I made comic books on the side. Freelance po ito. I, I, it was still in my NGO days where this is a marine comic book. Parang siyang Little Mermaid. Parang ganun na thing. It's a story about mermaids, coastal cleanup, saving the environment. And then there would be games for kids to do. And then, you know, parang decoding. Parang ngayon, ba yung mga ma- puzzles and mysteries na gusto ng mga bata? Yan, there may mga puzzles and mysteries there. Then there'd be pages that are like a story, uh, a storytelling, a, a fairy tale. That you would take the fairy tales of Little Mermaid, of Pinocchio in the Whale, but we never use those names. Pero parang there are so many legends of the seas. To talk about how we should treasure our environment, our seas. We shouldn't be polluting our waters. It was, it was a comic book named Ulalim. 
I hope you feel the passion behind this. You know what? This was never ever made. It never saw the light of day. Some of our dreams never see the light of day. As beautiful as they are, as much as we pour our heart into it, our dreams don't see the light of day. Does that mean God is not faithful? Does that mean God is not providing? No, it means He is faithful. It just means that God has a plan. It means God has a plan. Even during my time when I was in RPG, you know that I also proposed the movie. That day, I was a storyboard artist, but somebody else won. The director won, and this became RPG Metanoia. I also pitched a story. And this was a story about the kingdom that inspires us, a spiritual realm that a person goes into and is empowered, and he brings that power into the real world. Sounds family, no? But that was not approved. It happens. Our dreams get rejected. But once again, I'm telling you, God has a plan. And all that passion and all that purposes came to a head when God brought me to the church. And I was able to bring all my storytelling. Now I do that, all my creativity, all my passion for illustration to share the good news. To share the greatest story that though the wages of sin is death, there is a free gift for us. There is a heaven waiting for us. There is a God who gives graciously to us to the sacrifice of Jesus. This illustration is being used in some of our provincial churches to begin their one-to-ones with people. This is the bridge illustration verse, Romans 6.23. Now, I'm not asking everybody to become full-time ministers or full-time staff. I'm not saying that what we do here in church is the only purpose that God has for you. But I hope you realize that God has a plan for you. That God has a purpose for you. And if you walk in that purpose, He will provide. He will sustain you. Before, the dividing line was when I met Jesus Christ. Before, wala akong kalam alam dyan. Clueless ako. Purpose? Wala, I want to make a name for myself. But you know what? Now, my circumstances don't determine my prosperity. Hindi ko hinahanap ang pera para maging masaya ako. I just seek God's purpose. Wherever I am, I made these things when I was not yet in full-time ministry. So I exhort you, keep walking in His purposes. God will provide. Keep sharing the gospel. Keep leading people to Jesus Christ. Use all the gifts that He's been giving you. Pray, pray, believe, have faith. Prophesy. And then when He blesses you because you're walking in His purposes, He's, he's going to bless you. Are, you. are you expectant of that? Do you believe that He will bless you? But when He blesses you, give it away. Partner with a campus missionary. Partner with long-term missionaries abroad, international ministries. ministries. Give to real life scholarship programs. Take, your, take the person you're going to one-to-one out. Just invest in the kingdom. Because when we keep giving it away, our hands are empty to receive more from God. He doesn't want to give us exacto lang. He wants to give us overflow. Psalms 23 says, your cup overflows. He wants to bless not just you. God will keep putting things in our empty hands. And Jesus was pointing to this when he implied that God provides for us. Because more than being a purpose giver, showing you what he's made you to do, more than providing for his plans, God makes plans for his children. God gave me a constant reminder through all my ups and downs. You know who was always there for me? My dad. I know you've heard the stories about my dad. 
my issues with him, but he was always consistent in that whenever I had a problem, whenever I had a failure, whenever kapus na ako, he was always there with welcome arms. Uwi ka lang, pahinga ka rito, then try it out again. Our house was a home always to go to. In fact, Matthew 7 says the same about God. Ask, let's read this together, just as a reminder, and just as I'm ending. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, what? And the one who seeks, and to the one who knocks, will be. For which one of you is if his son asks for bread, will you give him a stone? If he asks for fish, will you get, give him a snake? And we're really, I mean, we're wicked and evil, right? But we know how to give good gifts to our children. How much more God? How much more a good Father in heaven? How much more will He give good things to those who what? Ask Him. It's important that we keep this in mind that God wants to be a father to us, a relationship, because Jesus Christ ends or wraps up what he's saying by saying, but what he's saying about do not worry by saying all these things, well, seek first the kingdom of God and his, shout that out, seek out the kingdom of God and his, and all these things will be added. Let's look at that, righteousness and added. Righteousness, talking about that relationship. It can only be attained through a relationship with God. That's why I ask the question, is he Lord, your mas- Lord and master to you? It has to be settled because that word righteousness, it's a very heavy term. My international words for today, righteousness coming from Sadiq and Yashar, the Hebrew words. The Greek word for this is dikaios, meaning in English, justified or being made right. Meeting a standard, meeting a moral and pure standard. And if you talk about righteousness of God, it's the standard of a pure all-powerful, all-knowing, almighty, all-pure God. Can anyone, any one of us meet this standard? By definition, righteousness is difficult, almost impossible to seek. Does somebody Jesus seek this? Hello? Almost especially the righteousness of God? But that's why in chapter 7, a few chapters, the next chapter actually, he says, what did he say? Those who seek will be given. Jesus was intentionally talking about this. In fact, if you think it's impossible, then Jesus made a way for us. He said in Corinthians 5, the second book, let's read this together. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Me morally justified? Me pure? Come on, my thoughts are so conflicted most of the time. How can I be the righteousness of God? Well, by the one who had no sin, taking all of my sin. This was what was given to those who seek. Let that sink in right now. Once again, I am talking to you who have given your lives to Jesus Christ. You have received. You are the righteousness of God. You have been placed in a relationship with the all-powerful, almighty, all-present, 
all-knowing, all-pure God. Can we grasp just how impossible that is without what Jesus did? Think about that. But you know, Jesus could have said, with all authority, seek God first. Seek His kingdom. Seek His righteousness. Period. Tapos na. He could have said just that. But He adds the added part. All things will be added to you. If, God, if Jesus had given us the righteousness of God, that would have been enough for me. We prayed for provision. We prayed for financial breakthrough. We prayed for getting us out of this dire situation that we somehow got ourselves into. God knows that we need them. But if He doesn't do any of those things, it is still enough that He took our sin so we could be made right with God. I ask you, does he need to add anything more to it than giving you the righteousness of God? And yet he still adds that part. Why? Because that's what our righteous father wants to do. Through what Jesus Christ did, he wants to give everything He wants to make our lives richer. He wants to make our relationship deeper. He wants to provide for beautiful things. The Bible says all good things comes from God. He wants to add. Don't you ever think God wants to take? He wants to add. Our righteous Father provides everything. Say that to yourself. Our righteous Father provides everything for His children to fulfill His righteous purpose. What concern can stand up to the love of God? What worry cannot be blown away by worship? What provision can overshadow pursuing a relationship with Jesus Christ? Because Jesus Put it in the perfect order. Seek first the righteousness of God, the kingdom of God. Because He knows, in our deepest silent prayers, He knows if we're seeking first the all things added part. And we're saying, Lord, you be my God, you be my Savior, but please give this to me. And then when He doesn't do that, I thought you were my Lord, I thought you were my Savior. He knows when we're seeking, what we're seeking first, who we're seeking first. So I ask you with heads bowed down. My apologies that I kept talking to people who had given their lives to Christ. Why? Because all these apply to them. But you may be here and you've never made that decision. Well, guess what? You're exactly who we were talking about. You are the one who God opened the door for you to come here. You knocked 
and God opened. And you're the one who's seeking what God promises you will find. But God says you have to ask before you receive. So for those of you who have never asked Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior, and you're deciding today, from this day on, I will follow Jesus Christ. With all heads bowed down and eyes closed, those of you who are giving your lives to Christ, making that decision today at the count of three, raise your hand. And it's a simple prayer. One, two, three. For those of you who have not been seeking Him first, and you know it in your heart that God knows you haven't been seeking Him first, and from this day on, it's Him, him first. Raise that hand. Simply pray this with us. Everybody pray, Lord Jesus, from this day on, you are my Lord and Savior. I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross in my place, but you rose again with all authority to forgive me and give me eternal life. I give my life to you. Thank you for giving your life to me. Your life up, giving it up for me. This I pray. This I thank you for. In Jesus' name, we all pray. Amen.